Mmm, mm. mm, delicious. <clears throat> oh, hello, this is. Oh, I didn't see you there, sorry. I was just enjoying this slice of cake. Mmm. Ah. Oh, really nice. That's uh, just an iced vanilla sponge. Oh, real tasty, yeah. Oh, hi. Uh, well, seeing as you're here, hey, why don't you join me? In uh, experiencing the thrilling conclusion to Putt-Putt Joins the Parade, the 1992 humongous entertainment children's point-and-click video adventure game starring Putt-Putt, the plucky young car, on a quest to join a parade. Uh, obstacles have been placed in his way, namely his poverty, his, his filthy exterior, his lack of a pet, his lack of a balloon. We've overcome every single obstacle except for the one about the balloon, the balloon obstacle. We haven't overcome that one, we don't have a balloon. So that's what we're going to do in this episode. We're going to find the, uh, the mother car and her small son, who uh, sold the balloon by the toy shop owner, an Irish car. Uh, who only had one balloon in her whole toy shop and sold it. And now we're going to chase them down, wrestle the balloon off them, and go speak to Mr. Firetruck, Smokey the Firetruck, about joining the titular parade. Uh, reach over to my phone, uh, where I downloaded the Humongous Entertainment app, and uh, and purchased Puck Puck Joins the Parade for some amount of money. And, uh, yeah, here it is. Let's turn up by the old volume button on this phone. There we are. So we're in front of, uh, Watto's Grocery Store. Uh, and we're just gonna exit. Bye-bye. Uh, and we're gonna drive up. Uh, we're in the town centre now. Which is just a massive roundabout with six buildings surrounding the central, uh, sort of traffic island with a sculpture on it can't really see what the sculpture is. It looks like two cars pressing their undersides against each other with their wheels. One set, the rear set of wheels, planted firmly on the ground. And the other set of wheels clasped together in the air. It kind of made me think of a horrendous car crash the first time I saw it. Because they're kind of bent. If they were, If they were like a dynamic life form, you'd think that they were arching their backs and pressing their fronts together. Maybe that's how cars have sex. It looks almost like I could believably like I could I could see this in like a a I don't know. Well, my my first thought was like um like a car biology book showing like oh here's how they here's the, how they reproduce the two cars press against press against their, their sort of sensitive undersides against each other and all the mechanics uh, of the cars kind of mesh together and then vital fluids are passed from one to the other. Um, yeah, but probably more often you'd see it in car porn, uh, in this world of, of animate cars driving around. You'd see a lot of this kind of, probably this and many other positions. This looks like it's probably just like the standard, maybe it's like a romanticized car sex position. Because they've got their, their backs arched, their stomachs gently touching each other. It's quite nice, really. It's very, um, grand and, uh, and sort of, uh inspiring uh yeah car sex up north we go where are we going oh yeah that's right so this at this yeah now you can cross pop pop at this in intersection outside of town there's a dirt track leading to the east we explored that way and found uh, our new pet pep the dog our new pet pep the pup in a cave 
but the, that's that. and then there's the two coloured roads, uh, green, red, and blue, not in that order. Uh, leading away to the north over the rolling hills in this grassy uh, rural idyll. Uh, to the west, to putt putts left at the moment. There's a path I haven't explored, a road, a paved road I haven't explored at all. I suspect, given that this is the last place to explore in the game and I still haven't found a cinema, that this is where the cinema is. Let's go to the... let's click on that road along putt-putt drives. There we are. Oh! Oh no. Okay, so, uh, yeah, we've reached Cartown Movies, a, uh, a big square brick building, which is this town's cinema. Uh, out the front is a minibus, like a people mover, like a, you know, a van, which family families buy when they've got lots of kids to fit in the back. She's a very flesh tone pink. Yeah, very sort of naked skin pink. Uh, she's got very sad, pouty, little pink lipstick lips like all the female cars have in this game. She's got a lot of eye makeup on. She's very sad and she's crying. Uh, she is holding a balloon, so frankly I don't know why Putt-Putt doesn't, doesn't just nab the balloon and run off at this point. No, we'll just click the balloon, huh? That's Baby Beep's Sweet. Off we go. That's Baby Okay, well, we can't take it, fine. Yeah, so, uh, Baby Beep, her uh, baby car is lost in car town movies. To solve this problem, she's decided to leave the movie theatre, wait outside. That's terrible, that's no good, that's not what you do, is it? Um, you can hear a sound effect, listeners. Hear that? There it goes again. And another one. One more. That's Mrs. Airbag crying. She's crying tears. She's very, very sad. So, uh, she gave us a little photograph, a little Polaroid of Baby Beep, who looks like a tiny little sort of pinky purple car with uh, big bug eyes, like Putt-Putt. Uh, so we're going to go inside the theatre and have a look around. Uh, before that, though... Oh my god, <laughs> I've just noticed something. So, there's a big poster out front, uh, advertising an upcoming movie, obviously. It's called King Car. Two uh, Ks. King Car. Uh, and it shows what I thought at first was just a monster. A big brown furred, bare-chested monster with angry ape-like eyes at the top of a very tall building with red biplanes flying around it. I just noticed that this monster has wheels for hands and its lower lip is a metal bumper. So it's like a cross between a monkey and a car. Like a big ape and a car. But it doesn't look the only things that look like cars. It's got like a rippling... You can see its nipples. Like its nipples are part of the design. This is going to be in the thumbnail, totally. Um, and its abs, its abdominal muscles, they're sort of naked on front of it. And then it's got like brown fur. Um, yeah, it looks like an ape except for the hands, which are wheels. And the lower lip, which is a, a fender, a bumper. So yeah, that's interesting. Let's see what happens when we click on the poster. It's going to be pretty dumb if the poster animates, because posters don't do that. Now playing King Car. Wow. I love that movie. 
Oh, Pup Hut lives King loves King Car. That's interesting. So let's go into Cartel Movie Theater. Oh. When's the movie gonna start? Okay. Oh, I see. <laughs> so we're in a huge field of children, uh, sat in rows of three. Um, uh, three rows of children on either side of the road that Pup Pup's on. So there's just tons of huge field full of kids here. They're all looking off screen to to where presumably the movie is playing. Are they all different? They're all different colours and makes and model of car, and I have... Yeah, tyre O's are yummy, I guess. I've got a, a little picture of what the, the kind of car I'm looking for. Uh, and I can see exactly where it is. It's a little pink... A little pink convertible car, right down the bottom right. Uh, let's go click on that. I think I've successfully matched which car... Oh no, it's not! It looks very similar. Oh, there's more as I drive along. Yeah, okay, I can drive... I can drive further along and now I think I see which car it is. It was very, very close. Alright, here we are, we're clicking on the, the, the right kid car. Hooray! Okay, cool. Why don't you drive? Drive out of here. Here we are. That's Baby Beep's balloon, though. Thanks. Oh, we don't care. Alright, yeah, we nabbed the balloon and sucked nice. it into our trunk. No, you don't, Pup Pup. Oh my god. Go Just noticed that uh, Mrs. Airbags. Okay, here we are. Well, We've teleported to Smokey. Well, her, her little, like, red lipsticky lip mouth was kind of grinning, and it made the car look kind of terrifying, like a nightmare. Anyway. Awesome story. We all know this. Thanks, Smokey. Well, Pot Pot, it looks like you did everything you needed to. Yep. The parade is about to begin. Oh, boy. Wow. Okay, and it just starts. Parade starts. Oh, we see all the characters. There's Jacques. There's a. Uh, there's old boy. What's his name? Let's go. Buggy T. Car. Ah, and there's. Yeah, there's the old English one. Ah, oh, and there's Bronco. Number two, blue. Oh no, it's not Bronco. It's the. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Oh, whatever it is. It's got an old dog in the back. It's like an old bloodhound. We're just watching cars drive across the screen. And they've all got pets and they've all got balloons. Oh, we get to see everyone's pet. So the old English car? Um, Fassbender, Freddy Fassbender. What's his name? What was his name? Phineas Feebender has got a fox as a pet. Oh, and I click on the fox and it does a crazy dance. So let's, uh... Good, we've had fun. Oh, we can we can go up. Here's, here's uh, the old Vo Volvo-looking car. Click on the Volvo. Oh, there's something hiding inside. It doesn't want to come out. We can just see its eyes. Oh, it's... Oh, my God! Spiders! Three spiders! 
the, the Volvo, what was the Volvo's deal? It was like a robot, wasn't it? And didn't really have a character, just a kind of weird little voice. Ah, hi, but but. It's got three spiders as pets, that's kind of cool. Let's keep on going. Oh, here's um, Buster T. Buggy, click on him. Oh, an old cat. Oh, and a little mouse! And they look at each other. Oh, the cat chases the mouse. And they're chasing the, it, around the car, they're chasing around. Oh, the cat ran into the back of the seat and got hurt. And did, got all dizzy and then fell down. Okay, let's keep on moving. Ah, oh, the um, 50s convertible car with green eyeshadow has a, what, a parrot? It's flying around the car now. This is fun. This is a fun parade to watch. I'm glad I met all these characters in that last episode before this happened. Otherwise, this wouldn't be satisfying at all. And here's Putt-Putt right at the front. Are we at the front already? Oh, okay. Pep is doing, doing a, bub, a juggling act. Yeah. So we in the front of the parade, or are there more cars? There we are. We're, we're finished. That was all the parade, I guess. We don't get to see anyone else. Oh, shit. Yeah, here they are. Driving along over the hills beneath a golden, shining, happy-faced sun. Slowly recedes down over the horizon as night falls. Yeah, the stars come out. It's the, uh, yeah, the evening. The late evening, and now... Oh, it's the end, and it's night time. Oh, the cars. Directed by Ron Gilbert. Hey, well done, Ron. No, give me the credits, thanks. Designed by Laurie Berman, Annie Fox, Ron Gilbert, and Shelley Day. Yep. Written by Laurie Bowman and Annie Fox. Well done, Bowman and Fox. Programmed by Tammy Borovic, Brett Barrett, and DC Timoney. I'm glad this is going slow enough for me to read. Background art by Dev Madden. And I'm going to look into you, Dev Madden. Animation by Derek McGon, Augie Pagan, Dev Madden, and Brad Carlton. Good fucking job. The animation was on point. Additional art by Dennis Clevenger. Clevenger. Music by Tom McHale. Maybe tone it down a little bit next time. Audio engineer Tom McGruck. Audio director Laurie Bowman. Lots of Bowmans. They all, oh, testing by Christina Sontag, Damon McClin, Dean Juice, B. Folsom, Paul Rybick, Matt Medina, Day Evans, Brett Peravizic, Michael Barnes, Tom Geode, Brian something, and then one other person I didn't get to, System Programming, Ron Gilbert, Brad P. Taylor, and Eric Wilmunder. Eric Wilmunder. Windows Systems by Brad P. Taylor. Uh -huh. Windows Conversion by Peter Crane. Putt-Putt joins the parade. Featuring Jason Ellefson as Putt-Putt. Ah, Jason Ellefson, little Jason Ellefson. The, the copyright 1992 through 1995, Humongous Entertainment Incorporated. No, no other voice talent? No! They all got robbed! Why aren't they in the credits? <laughs> they were, um, the... Well, sh apart from the animation, they were the most interesting part of the game. So, the end, I don't want to play anymore, no thanks. Cool. And it's over.
Well, we're all done. We're back to the back to the home screen. The humongous entertainment home screen. Humongous entertainment application home screen. Groovy. Well, this has been a short episode. It's only been 16 minutes. Boy. I was expecting a little bit more, but I guess I guess I shouldn't have. I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. That was a fun part part game, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was. I mean, I guess I wanted to have shorter episodes. I guess I didn't I like I've been meaning to have shorter episodes. So, hey, this is a shorter episode. How do you feel? Do you feel good? Do you feel robbed? Yeah? Should I just do something else? Should I play something else? Uh, I've got a... Let's see. Have I got any more games on this phone? Uh, no, not really. It's fighting fantasy, but that's... um. Hmm. <laughs> hey, I know what I'll do. Hang on, I'm just going to go into the Play Store. Maybe I'll, I'll quickly download like a chess game or something. We'll have a game of chess. Is that a good idea? Just yeah, fatten up the episode with a game of chess. <laughs> Let's see what happens if we type chess into the Play Store. Uh, chess by Chess Prince. Installing chess. Fifty million downloads. Four point four average. Uh, average average review. One point seven six uh, megabytes. I'll quickly. I'll quickly have a game of chess. I haven't played chess since I was a little kid, listeners. I went to chess club back when I was like, I don't know what, like 14 or something? 13, maybe? And I kind of, man, chess freaks me out. It, I don't like being, I don't like being um, competitive, right? I fear competition. And chess is like, competition really boiled down to, uh, like a head-to-head confrontation on a mental level, uh, which I kind of, I don't know, I can't, like, it scares me. So I guess, like, the idea of chess and, and getting good at it appeals to me, uh, but the actual practice of playing chess freaks me the hell out. So let's just click, oh, only the beginner level is unlocked. So let's go beginner level chess game. Uh, play. Beginner level, okay, yep. So here I am, I'm the I'm the white pieces on this chessboard. What the fuck am I doing, listeners? Why am I doing this? The episode should have ended. The episode should have ended three minutes ago. Ah, oh, I guess I'll... Okay, so my pawn on E2, which is just in front of the... No, you know what? I'm going to get the horses out first. On, uh, on G1, my first horse, I'm going to move it out towards kind of the middle of the board. Oh, the... Uh, the computer did the same. What the fuck am I doing, listeners? Why am I doing this? Uh, so, I'm going to move the pawn, which was in front of the horse. I'm going to move that one out. I'm just doing what I kind of remember from um, from the uh, from the chess club. So I'm kind of trying to get my pieces out into the middle of the board pretty quickly. Okay, so they moved their pawn, which is in front of their queen, out into, like, two spaces out into the middle. So, if I move my rook, my, uh, my bishop out from next to the king, uh, the one that was next to the horse, into kind of the edge of the center of the map, then it will become attackable by the, their, by their, uh, bishop. So I won't do that. I'll just move it kind of out one. There we go. Oh, they move another pawn out. Um, 
What shall I do now? I'll get the other horse out, shall I? Uh, now both horses are out kind of in the middle. Oh, it thawed a lot and then it moved its horse out. So its horse can now attack two of my pawns if, if, they, if it wants to. That's interesting. Um, let me think. Maybe I'll move, yeah, I'll move a pawn out to start attacking that horse and that'll kind of force them to move that horse away. So you've got to move your... Oh, it's just, yeah, the horse attacked the other pawn, which didn't move. So now it's right next to the king, and it's ready to strike my, my queen if I give it one more shot. So I'm going to move the uh, move the king up to attack the horse. It looks like his the, the king won't be in any danger if I take this horse. There we are. I took a horse. Oh, the opponent moved a pawn out. Fuck, I think I'm doing good. Yeah, I better move the king back. Yeah. Ah, oh, and they move their bishop out, so their bishop is now attacking... It could attack one of my pawns, uh, the first pawn which I moved out. Uh, the one which was in front of the first horse I moved out. Uh, yeah, so their, their bishop is now, now kind of... Yeah, kind of in play a little bit. Let's get our other bishop out and kind of move it to the middle. Doesn't look like I can be attacked by anyone. There we go. Now, my bishop is kind of in the middle of the match. Oh, shit! Mmm, okay, no. They moved another pawn out. They moved a pawn which was, a, was like, defending uh, a pawn which was attackable by my bishop. But I just noticed if I attack the pawn now that it's not defended, um, the... Let me think, let me think. Yeah, their rook would be able to attack my bishop. But, ah, uh, okay... Hey, this is in... Oh, okay. No, never mind. I'm going to move my... I'm going to move my other bishop fully across to the edge of the board. So, h3. The far right edge of the board. Um, and it's going to be... It, it, it's going to be able to attack the enemy's bishop if the enemy moves one of its pawns. So it's like as soon as... Um, oh, but then it'll just be eaten by the queen as soon as that happens. But I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to move the bishop out to against the... Uh, oh, shit, the queen! What the fuck has happened? The enemy just moved the queen right up. So it's right in front of that bishop, which I just moved. It moved diagonally across the board. It's now nose-to-nose -nose with the bishop. But it's attackable It's attackable by my pawn. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to take the queen. I got the queen. So now what? I didn't have any grand plan. This is an idiot. Oh, this is beginner level. I just moved a pawn out from the way of a rook. Oh. Okay. Well, what should we do, listeners? Should we start moving? Let's see. I'll start moving. Hmm. Yeah, I'll just move a pawn out. Do a nothing move. I'm not really thinking about what I'm doing at this stage. Let's move a rook out. We can start doing some damage with a rook, I think. Oh, if I move it there, it'll be attacked by the bishop. Okay, I'm glad I thought about that for a second. What on earth am I doing, listeners? This is completely insane. Um, hmm, hmm. Okay, let's start maybe moving some horses around. If I move my horse there, yeah, I'm just going to start messing around with my horse. I think if I move my horse there, nothing can happen to it. 
just here in the middle. I hope that's not a bad move. I'm just trying to sort of make something happen. All right, so now I can move. I can move my horse. Let's see. Hmm. Yeah, they just did a nothing move. They moved their horse kind of into in front of where their queen used to live before I killed her. Um. Oh, shit. Um. Well, let's just put it over here. I'm putting it right in uh, enemy territory. Oh, uh, yep. And they have no, no response to that. So now my... Hmm... Now my horse is right in there. It's on, what is this? You see, on 6D. No, 6C. So it's way over on their side. I'm going to start moving it around a little bit, maybe. Um, hmm. No. Oh, I've got to really think about what I'm doing here. Oh, boy. Maybe I should start sacrificing some pieces just to get stuff uh, get stuff moving. Or maybe I should just do more nothing moves. Um, oh, I see what I can do. I can move my horse in a way that on next turn it can take a pawn and the other team can't do anything. So let's move our other horse over here. Oh, they moved their bishop. Their bishop is now attacking my bishop, and I've got no one defending my bishop. So I'm going to pre be preactive, pre proactive. I'm going to take their bishop with... Oh, shit. Hey, that's an idea. No, I'm just going to move my... Oh, that's not an idea. Yeah. See, if I... I can just... Oh, I know what I can do. I'll just move one of my pawns up. Yeah, and then it'll be attacking the bishop. Oh, he's about to put my king in checkmate if I do that, though. Oh, fuck it. I'm just bored. I'll just make that happen. Oh, he didn't do it. Okay, that's interesting. Well, I can take I can take the bishop with the pawn I just moved up then. Bang. Uh-huh. Hmm. I think I might be able to force... Yeah, I can put their... I can put, I can put them in, in check. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to move a horse to start putting them in check. Oh, shit. I didn't see that coming. He just took the horse with a pawn I didn't think about. But I can take that pawn uh, with a, one of my pawns. There we go. Let's uh, just moved a rook out. He's getting his rooks out. He or she. Can't really tell, can you? Um, oh, okay. This is interesting. Hmm. Okay, let me really think this through. If I move this bishop up here and take that pawn, he'll take my bishop with his rook. He'll take my bishop with his rook. But then the rook won't be able to attack my horse if I put it in front of the king. And the king won't be able to take the horse by moving into it because that square is under attack by one of my pawns. So I'm gonna sacrifice I'm gonna sacrifice my bishop to the rook. 
Oh, the rook ran away. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. What can we do with this then? I can take that rook, but it means sacrificing my knight. I don't know if a knight is worth a rook. Um, um, I need to start getting my rooks out, huh? Yeah, I'll just start moving my rooks out. That one first. Okay, I just moved a pawn in a dumb way. I can take that pawn with another pawn. Like that. Okay. Now they've moved the rook back to be attacking the bishop, which I wanted to sacrifice before. So let's uh, let's do that. Let's sacrifice. Uh, let, let's put a. a uh, we're going to put a. Oh. Okay. No. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Hmm. Oops, shit, I, I did a move by accident, but it paid off okay anyway. Um, yeah, let's just fucking start doing shit without thinking. I'm gonna take a bishop. Oh my god, it's just like playing an idiot. Nothing, no one knows what's going on. Uh, can I just put it in checkmate now? Oh no, I can't. I can't, never mind. Hmm, so I need to get rid of... I need to get rid of that knight. Can I do that with a... Okay, yeah, here's what we're going to do. We're going to move our bishop in to attack one of its rooks. Yeah, they moved the rook. That was a clever move. Good job. Um, and now we'll move the bishop around. Oh, that's dumb. I'm going to take the rook now. It moved it right into... Okay. Hmm. Going to put the... Their king in check. Oh, they just took... Okay, that was clever. They just took my horse. When I say clever, it was real dumb. Okay, let's uh, move the rook in. Oh, shit. I just made a really dumb mistake. It took my took my rook with a pawn. I'm going to take the pawn with my bishop, which puts the king in check. They've moved their king out of check. Oh, I hate using hate using bishops to do this kind of shit. Um, hey, what? A, yeah, let's get the queen out, huh? Bang. Okay, the queen just put. Okay. I don't need to do anything with that. That's fine. Yeah, let's do nothing right now. Let's just move a rook out into play. Oh, they've moved their rook to be attacking my uh, bishop. 
So let's move our bishop. Hmm. Okay, I think I can do something smart here, but it'll involve sacrificing a lot of uh, pieces I want to keep hold of. So let's move a bishop. Their rook will take... Oh no, their rook just moved out of the way. That's interesting. Okay, so my queen is now going to take their um, their knight, like that, putting their king in check, and the king can't attack the queen. Uh-huh. Uh. Okay, my king can attack their rook. I win! That was, that was, um... Yeah, that was, um... Checkmate. Easy level unlocked, so I unlock the next level. Let's go back to the menu. Okay, cool. So, I, uh, I won that game against a complete idiot computer who didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know what I was doing. It was just making random moves, and just because I was... Uh, yeah, I think I've discovered... You know what I've discovered? Chess is not the right game to play on this podcast, because... If I really thought about every move, and every move after that, and all that stuff, the thinking ahead that you're supposed to do, and planning, strategizing, then I'd just go silent and say nothing for like five minutes at a time. And that's no good for a podcast. You don't want to hear just nothing for five minutes at a time. So yeah, I guess uh, that's it. Well, this has been a fun episode of Putt-Putt, the conclusion of Putt-Putt. I imagine all of this will have gone after the uh, after the end credits music. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck? Why did I do this? This is completely insane. Well, goodbye. Join me on the next time I do something dumb for no reason. Bye. Skeleton Dan with his skeleton hands. He understands the dead man's plans. Skeleton Dan, he's a skeleton man. Burn down the cross. Man.